On this episode of Locked on Lightning, we're talking about last night's win against the Wild, as well as looking at the standings, and also taking a look at the recent performances and season of Hedman and Point. All that coming up and more on Locked on Lightning. Your Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Locked On Lightning. Today's episode, we are talking about Last night's win, big win against the Minnesota Wild, the significance of that, as well as where that lands the Lightning as of today in the standings, as well as taking a look at the seasons, as well as recent performances of Victor Hedman and Braden Point. All that coming up soon. But first, I want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. So before I get into anything, I just a little bit of disclaimer. Uh, as some of you probably are aware of, you know, the, the the posting has been a little bit irregular. That was because last week uh, there was some construction in my neighborhood and just like the, the Wi-Fi and just everything was a mess. We weren't able to do anything. And then this week, as we were getting back to posting... Uh, regularly, what happened was uh, the my, our camera went out. So now we're just waiting on a new one. So really, we're going to be audio strictly until probably Monday. Hopefully, it'll arrive by then. So you could catch us here on any audio platform. But like I said, we'll be back on YouTube starting Monday in case you're someone from YouTube and prefer to listen to the show there. But so... Let's talk about last night's game real quick. Pat Maroon back in the building for that as he is playing now with the Minnesota Wild. And this was a game in which, you know, if if you've been a listener of the show for quite some time, you already know. You already know the drill that there are games that are toss-ups and then there are games that the Lightning in reality should win. And this was, in my opinion, a game that the Lightning should win. Um, and, and really at this point in the season, especially after the, the previous week that the Lightning had in which they won three in a row uh, after following a, a very tough loss to the Boston Bruins, uh, the Lightning are on a very good winning streak right now, uh, beating Two good teams in overtime last week, one of which is the New Jersey Devils, and then having a couple of days off. And and I spoke about it on a podcast earlier this week, how I was very nervous, or I, I, I would say on a scale of one to five, I was probably a three coming into this game, just because the Lightning have so many days off uh, from their last game, which was Saturday against the Ducks. And then coming into this one uh, last night would be their first game. Now, granted, yeah, they would be at home, so they do have an advantage. But as we all know or have seen in years past or seasons past, more like it, the Lightning don't do so well after, you know, 
having days off, which is something that is kind of uh, a double-edged sword because it's something that they always desperately need. I always feel like this team is always just really just dead tired, and it's not ne- necessarily the because of you know them not being properly conditioned. It's just because of you know their schedule and the way games work out. But they went into this one. They took care of business against the Minnesota Wild, who. Uh, say what you want about them out where they are currently positioned in the West. I think the Wild are still a tough team. Um, they are a team that can, on, especially on on a night that if you're not ready for it, a team that could definitely go out there and outplay you. And and the Lightning were able to go out there and 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 play a very good, fine hockey game. Something that we really have liked or would have liked to have seen more of in games past. Uh, the thing that really jumped out to me in this game was obviously the face-off percentage. I mean, just the Lightning did a masterful job of having that presence in the puck possession game, which is something that we have stressed so much on this podcast because, you know, the Lightning don't necessarily have to put up a lot of shots on goal to win games. I mean, you know, in some of those tougher games like Boston and, you know, even like the high scoring games that you'll get here and there from like the games against Edmonton, you know, those are the games. Yes. Where the lightning should be shooting in the thirties, but I mean, which they did, they, they were a shade under 40 for the game last night, but in this game, I didn't necessarily think that this was a game that the lightning needed to go out there and just go out there and just, you know, send a barrage of shots at Gustafsson, um, and 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 you saw, you know, really you saw it. And, and and I always say, when when you look at the things that the Lightning need to do to be successful in games, it it, it comes down to special teams and it comes down to puck possession. And they did an absolutely good job of that last night. Uh, like I said, sixty four point two percent in the faceoff circle, and then three for three on the power play. And we'll get into it a little later on when we talk about both those guys. But Hedman and Point were really the two guys in this that were really had their handprints all over this game. And, and it was good to see those guys get going because, you know, it was it was one of those things where, especially in the season of Lightning, I've had where it, if you want to really look at their success offensively as a team and really pinpoint why this team has been playing so well, uh, it's really Nikita Kucherov that has really been the defining factor this year. Um, but, you know, it's, it, I always like the Knights, and I'm sure a lot of Lightning fans feel this way too. I always like the Knights where you look at the box score or even, you know, you just look on the ice and, and you see everybody getting involved. And that's that's something that really the lightning need to do more often on a nightly basis, which is why it makes me absolutely bananas when this team goes out and they kind of center their approach around maybe a couple of players here and there, because, you know, at the end of the day, the other team is going to figure that out and and it's going to end up, you know, not allowing other players on your team to get going. And, And that's really the thing that, you know, the lightning struggle with on, the offensive side of things, but to see, you know, goal category, uh, you just look goals from, you know, from, from Hedman, Sorelli scoring twice, uh, point as well. I mean, it, it's, 
it was really a good outpouring of points distribution on this team. You know, uh, Point having three points last night, Sorelli having three points and two goals, uh, Kucherov facilitating, you know, another easy three point night for him. I mean, anytime you get also production from your defenseman, I mean, that's a that's an added plus. Darren Radish picked up a point last night. Nick Perbix picked up a point last night. Victor Hedman had four points last night, which we'll get into a little later on. Uh, really allowed Andre Vasilevsky, I think. We could agree when you see everybody getting involved like that, it makes Vasilevsky's life, I think, so much easier because it when everybody's involved, it the whole team is relaxed. And when the whole team is relaxed, they're doing what they need to do on both sides of the ice. Now, yes, Vazzy gave up three goals in this one, but still, I you know what? In a game in which the Lightning put up seven, I'll look the other way on three. Now, I would prefer against a better team that, you know, maybe we, we kind of cap it to two. But you know what? Listen, a win is a win. And I'm happy, by the way, the team won this game. And, uh, you know, you, you also finish up a season series with a sweep. And that's something that you always want to have uh, under your belt as you kind of continue to to progress through the season, uh, a very turbulent season, I think, for the Tampa Bay Lightning, where, you know, I will say this. Uh, they've I've bashed them numerous times on this podcast. Probably numerous is probably an understatement. But, you know, what? it's the kind of wins like this that really reinstate my my confidence in this team. And, and I think that these are the kind of wins. Anytime you put up seven goals, I think, is, is a cause for, you know, a, a rise in your confidence as a team. And, and I think that that also helps this team relax going into their, their noon matchup on Saturday uh, with the Buffalo Sabres. So let me know on social media. Like I said, our YouTube page, you know, is a little bit, uh, it's taking a break right now because of our, our technical difficulties which will be resolved by monday i promise you that uh but let me know on twitter about your thoughts and reactions to this game uh you could tweet to me at danky dank d-e-n-k-y d-8-n-k love hearing from all of you as we continue to see hopefully more wins out of the Tampa Bay lightning a very good four game winning streak right now i mean i've never heard of a bad four game winning streak but that's hockey. It's a weird game. But coming up in just a little bit, we're going to talk about Victor Hedman, the season he's been having coming off just now, the four-point performance he had the other night against the Minnesota Wild. But before we get into all of that, I just want to talk about a few of our friends, first of which is our friends over at FanDuel. Now, the NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place a $5 bet, that's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live, same game parlays. Find bets in the new Explorer tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays. I mean, the Buccaneers, they're back at it. I think I think they have what it takes to get, you know, at least to the NFC championship game. I think once you get to that, uh, anything goes. I mean, you're playing with house money at that point. So you definitely don't want to miss in miss on the action of maybe 
parlaying them winning this upcoming matchup this week uh, with a lightning win. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. And let's wrap things up on this side of the board with our friends over at Indeed. Now, we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Now, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. I have a friend that is starting his own business. Actually, he's he's it's growing rapidly. And he was like, what do I do? How am I going to get all these needs, you know, going by by, you know, hiring more people? You know, it's such a crapshoot when it comes to, to hiring people. And I said, guess what? You it sounds like you need Indeed. So he went to Indeed. And guess what? He found amazing people to help his business. And it's growing as quicker than you could even imagine. So listen, you got to join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visible visibility at Indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash locked on terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We're also available on YouTube. Like I said, we'll be uh, getting our posting back to you regular daily schedule on our YouTube page. Uh, like I said, we are waiting on a camera. Uh, so we had one issue with 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 technical stuff one week, and and now it continues on another spectrum. But I'm I'm glad that you know all of you are hungry for for podcast episodes from this podcast. Uh, and so yeah, but in the meantime, we'll have to we'll have to make do with the audio. Uh, in but going forward, uh, we're talking about you know just how this team has kind of been the Nikita Kucherov show all season long but this is the part of the year where we start to see players kind of either take a step forward or kind of say stationary in their performance and I'm and I'm happy to say that it looks like you know guys like Victor Hedman and Braden Point uh, are really starting to to get it going again here and there. I mean, Victor Hedman, and I know this is might be a little bit of recency bias, but when you look at how, you know, anytime you get four points or or even three, two points or more out of your defenseman, I don't care who it is unless it's Cal McCarr. I mean, that's a pretty, pretty good uh, night for you. And I, I think when we're looking at Victor Hedman, I think we could all agree that the thing that was really concerning for him coming into this year is like, and, and I continue to bring it up on this podcast, uh, rightfully so, is that, you know, you always got to wonder, especially with a guy like this, who he he plays a lot of minutes. Uh, he's not exactly a spring chicken. Uh, he's 32 days removed from his 30, 33rd birthday. And... 
you got to wonder with a guy like this, especially, you know, when are we going to see some start of that decline? Now, last year, I think we could all agree that maybe we could file that one away, not really bring it up that often because, yes, it, it turned out that he was playing a little banged up. As for how long he was playing like that, we'll probably never know. But uh, this year, I think he's done very well. All things considered, and I and I think a lot of it has to do uh, with the fact that he's kind of maybe just focusing on the basics of his game. Now, just to refresh some of your memories, uh, he is not that far removed from a, a season in which he scored a career high twenty goals, and that was back in twenty one twenty two. And then he had a little bit of a down year last year. Like I said, he only had 49 points. That's almost nearly half of what he had the year prior. And now it looks like he's starting to get back to basics. Like I said, he's playing good defense. I mean, his plus minus is minus one. That's not all on him. So I'm not worried about that. His skating and his mobility looks a lot better this year. And you're starting to see the scoring. You're starting to see a little bit of an increase uh, of his numbers. You know, we're kind of used to him averaging around 15, 16. And then what, like I said, a couple of years ago, what happened was he had that phenomenal season, played 82 games, had 20 goals, 85 uh, 85 points, excuse me. And then, you know, he had that step back and we're like, oh my goodness, he's not looking good. He's not skating well. He's just not really looking at like himself at whatsoever. And, and now that, you know, yeah, 33 isn't old in terms of people generally, but you know, when you look at hockey, you know, he really, if we want to say he maybe has five, six, seven, if he's lucky more years in the league, uh, guys don't play very often until their forties. Um, so you kind of want to, you kind of curious as everybody is when the drop off is going to be. But like I said, very, very positive this year for him because he has eight goals, 44 points, five off from what he had last year. Uh, all signs are are showing that he is back. And that's going to that that is a huge part for this team, given everything that has happened this year with the defensive issues. And I, I, I think that. As the season progresses, uh, especially with now more teams going to be a lot more conscious of Nikita Kucherov skating on the ice, it's guys like this. It's guys like Braden Point who we'll get to later on to wrap things up. It's very important for your guys like this uh, to get going, uh, especially when we know and and it's he has a proven track record of being able to score not only in the regular season, but as well as in the playoffs. I mean, we. I don't think I have to go over what happened during the the twenty twenty one uh, the the nineteen twenty playoffs. Uh, what was a phenomenal playoffs for Victor Hedman on in route to not only a Stanley Cup playoff a Stanley Cup, but but also a Smythe Con Smythe Trophy. So he has that ability to score. Now it, I think it all goes back to setup. I think it all goes back to his health, and that's going to be the very important thing. I think really for the rest of the season, can this guy stay healthy? Because as we saw last year, uh, 
when he's not healthy, he is not nearly the same caliber of player. Is he going to ever get back to Norris Trophy winning uh, ever again? Probably not. Uh, it's just the way the league is swinging towards. Uh, there's so many young, very good defensemen around the league, and now that they take scoring heavily into the equation of how they 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 vote for the trophy, unfortunately, he's not going to be in that discussion. But you know what? If he plays like his uh, like his Norris Trophy year or somewhat similar to that, because the Lightning, let, let, let me just say something real quick. The Lightning don't need Victor Hedman to score 15 goals or or 16 goals or even 20 goals. You know, he is at eight right now, and that's great. You know, at this rate, he'll probably end up at 16, maybe a little bit more if he gets hot at some point. But as long as he's putting up the points here and there, and, and he's really doing a good job of leading that power play, and, and being able to set things up even just on a on a regular five on five, this team will be fine. I, I think that there are a lot of moving parts though that we could rightfully so admit that need to fall in line for this lightning team to get back because like I like I've I've kind of said at the beginning of the show when I was talking about the win, you know, it's the kind of performance and even from him individually it's the kind of performance when you see a guy like that especially uh who's such a big part of your team go out there and play that way i don't care who it's against uh it, it really it, it it reignites the enthusiasm that you may have or or the faith that this team can not only make the playoffs but really be able to play well as the playoffs progress you know because i i think we can all agree the goal is not just to get into the playoffs it's to advance past the first round this year which i think if we have nights like this like we saw the other night uh against the wild if we have nights like this from victor hedman um and and allowing everybody to get involved i think that that is something that could very well happen as long as these guys are playing that way so let me know on twitter uh what your thoughts are about that maybe i'm being a little overzealous or or maybe a little bit overconfident but like i said i think when headman plays like this i think it really opens up everything and and you saw it last night against the minnesota wild so coming up in just a little bit we'll talk about another player from that game who had a very good performance that was braden point uh we'll talk about that as well as the season that he is having as well in just a bit but first i want to talk about our last sponsor of the day and that is our friends over to jace medical now i know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life but can we just talk just for a minute about preparing for real life according to the fda pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade i can't imagine a more helpless feeling than my girlfriend or my nephews uh, getting sick while a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff can happen to any one of us. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular 
cost. It's ever been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code locked on to get $20 off your order. So as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And I want to thank you, the everyday or the person that tunes into us every single episode. Thank you. So we're rounding things off by talking about Braden Point. We just got done talking about Victor Hedman. Had a very good four-point performance the other night. Second straight game with a goal. And in a game where everybody was heavily involved in this for the most part, I mean, there are some blank points here and there. Uh, Some guys had maybe not as good as nights as they would have liked. I'm sure, you know, a night like this, everybody wants to get involved, at least get one point on the, in the box score, but it doesn't always happen. Um, But the lightning nonetheless, win this game seven to three and it was led by an offensive performance by, like I said, Victor Hedman, uh, as well as Braden Point, who I thought, uh, along with Victor Hedman, uh, really is another guy on this team, other than really not named Nikita Kucherov, uh, who could really open things up for this Lightning team. And I, like I said before, you know, as much as we talk about Nikita Kucherov on this podcast and how really he is the spoon that stirs the pot here for this Lightning offense. There, there are uh, other players that do perform well on this team that I, unfortunately, we don't have time every single episode to to mention or to talk about. Uh, you know, we we will be talking about more players because, you know, I will say, you know, even though it's been really the Nikita Kucherov show here in Tampa Bay, I still think that you know other guys uh, should get their due. I mean, we look at Braden Point who. Uh, is having a phenomenal season. and <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of people talking about it. He has 21 goals. He has 47 points. His plus minus is a little rough, but you know what? At the end of the day, you know, he's not here necessarily to, to pad that stat. I, I will say, though, the thing that really sticks out to me when we look at his stats is the seven power play goals, which really, uh, at the end of the day, and, and also five of his goals this year have been game winners. Um, he doesn't get enough talk. And that is obviously because of the, the names that surround him on the roster sheet on any given night. Uh, but he has really, really done a phenomenal job, especially through some bleak points this year uh, for the most part, staying consistent. And, and I really think that goes back to just his game and just, you know, how we forget, you know, it, it seems like he's been in the league forever, but the guy's only 27, which is wild. I mean, he's been in the league for eight years He's 27 years old, and that's the great thing about this guy is that he's still he's still developing, and we see it on a nightly basis with him where if he hasn't already, I mean, it, his game is purely reactionary in a way, I feel like. He does have the speed to break it open here and there, but he knows he doesn't need to be that guy on every shift. Uh, but the thing that I, I love about him is that you see him for the most part being able to score from anywhere, mostly on the ice, even though really his sweet, his sweet spot is down low in the slot. And, but, but, you know, this is the kind of guy where if you were to ask me confidently with, with, with no bias, who would you think on this lightning team would take a, 
maybe a step back this year. I probably would have said Braden Point coming into this season because the expectations would to to maybe improve upon the monster season he had last year would be almost impossible uh, just because of just that's not his game normally. Uh, and just to refresh some of you, he had 51 goals last year and 95 points. Right now, like I said, he's at 21 goals and 47. So he still might have a have a chance to get back to 90 points. But the uh, the goals, I'm not entirely sure about that. I mean, that's kind of the thing where he might have to start doing uh, scoring some more hat tricks and maybe start having some many some more multi goal nights stuff like that. Um, who knows? I mean, guys get hot at, at certain times throughout the course of the season, so it's not necessarily out of the realm of possibility but the thing that i really like in it, in it with his game and what he's done this season um and this really could be said about any lightning player on this team uh when it comes to scoring uh except for a few but guys like him guys like victor hedman cooch uh those guys really have the phenomenal ability to open it up um when they get the puck and and they're rolling on all cylinders and they score a goal or two or they set up a couple of goals uh it, it really gets the other team going it really gets the other team going in terms of thinking uh oh my god how are we gonna stop this guy you know if we if we don't figure it out soon he might get a hat trick tonight uh that may not be said really for for Edmund, but the the can be said for cooch and point but the point is, with point, is that he is a very multi-dimensional offensive player, a player that really, uh, I think that if he gets rolling, uh, could really, really catapult the Lightning, not only out of the wild card spot, uh, but could very well have the Lightning be playing for that very much coveted, in my mind, uh, third playoff spot in the Atlantic division, uh, which I think is not out of the realm of possibility because, I mean, like I said, I mean, Toronto, if I look at any team in this division, when I look at Toronto, they're just not a team that scares me in terms of them running away with their current position. Uh, Boston's pretty much gone. Florida, I think it's, it's starting to look like maybe they're starting to lose ground, even though they're seven, one and two in their last 10. But Toronto's a team that I just feel like they're just trying to tread water. They're kind of trying to do what we saw Tampa Bay do over the last couple of years uh, and just get into the playoffs and then, you know, go from there. Uh, but I feel like to a certain degree, you know, when you stack up these two teams, and, and I know this is going to sound crazy biased, but I just think that, you know, can when you, when you, this is going to sound blasphemous too, but when you stack up like Braden Point against like a guy like William Nylander, who is a phenomenal player, uh, can William Nylander have the same multi dimensional effect? on this team as Braden Point does if you were to switch those two guys out whereas William Nylander just a, just a pure scorer same could be said for John Tavares um, I mean when you look at the defensemen on that team they really don't have any defense but 
I, I think that the Lightning, with, with Braden Point especially, the way he plays, I think that they have as good a shot as any right now at any point in the season that they've had to really get things going to where they could really not only leapfrog over Toronto, but really, you know, separate themselves in the standings from Toronto. And it all starts with guys like Victor Hedman and Braden Point. So let me know on Twitter what you're thinking about that. I know it's a little little crazy deep dive we just took there to end things. But, I, I mean, one can't help but think, especially with the way the Lightning have played. Uh, they are currently 6-4-0 in the in their last 10 uh Detroit's playing well also seven two and one so they're gonna have to keep up with those guys even though they're both tied right now for points but both those teams could even you know I I think the way that Detroit's playing and this isn't a knock against Florida but Florida and Toronto really need to get things going really need this is the time of year where you really separate yourself and the fact that uh the third spot in the division is really just one point uh separating three teams it's going to be interesting especially but i like i like i like the lightning's chances as any because when you have guys like victor hedman and Braden point playing the way they're currently playing uh i'll take those odds any day of the week so we'll be back later on what i think probably this weekend with a couple of bonus episodes so you definitely don't want to miss out on that so go ahead and subscribe to the podcast give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form And that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.